And we are back for another episode of Rewind and Reconsider as our Disney Princess Marathon continues. I am your host, Harrison Fagan. I am joined by my lovely wife and co-host, Mia Graviador slash Fate. I don't know. Have you changed your name? Not yet. Okay. Well, Mia Graviador still. So, Mia, how's it going? It's going good. I'm I'm, I'm actually enjoying our little marathon. That yeah, and I respect your empowerment to not change your last name. And you are showing more kind of, you know, agency in your own story oh and your own God. name than any oh. of the princesses we have watched so far. Is that going to change with the movie that we're watching today, Sleeping Beauty? Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but as Harrison said, our next movie that we are going to watch is Sleeping Beauty. Uh, so did you ever watch this movie? Yeah, I, I think I've seen all of these at least once as a kid. Yeah. You don't really remember it, do you? Uh, yeah, I remember it. Yeah. I... She's got the she's got the Maleficent mom with the, yeah. with the horns? Yeah. Yeah. I honestly don't really remember watching this. I feel like this is basically a remake of Snow White, isn't it? What the fuck? No, this is a whole different story. Is it? Yeah. Because like, she falls asleep. She has to be woken up with true love's first kiss. Yeah, she but the thing is... queen hunting her, trying to kill her. Yeah, but the thing is that she's asleep pretty much the entire movie. What? Like, she... Okay, yeah, I do not remember this movie well at all. Not I... the entire movie, but, like, pretty much halfway through, I think she falls asleep, and it's, like, basically all on the prince... Oh, another, who actually gets a name? Another stereotypically empowered Disney uh, female protagonist. I love it so yeah, far. Yeah, I kind of remember like her not having that big of a role in this movie. I feel like this movie is more about Maleficent. You're, you're, wait, so you're telling me that a movie that does not give its main character a name and is she just does have a name where she, she literally is asleep the entire time and has to be saved by a man and is only known as Sleeping Beauty. So she's only known for her looks. That's the only kind of, you know. Well, it, she has beauty because you'll see the movie. Okay, you'll okay, know I'm why. Just, I, I am shocked that this is not a super progressive movie where the woman is given a lot of, you know, power and, you know, control over her own story. Just based on the title. It's I can't a fairy tale, it. babe. I don't know what to tell you. And it was also made in the 50s. So yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? Um, They're literally going to put her in the fridge for the whole movie. I'm, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? I think this is a lot more action-based. There's a lot more... Well, I'm in for that. Yeah. You're, I think you might like it. It's a very beautiful movie, but I feel like I every... Th- I don't think I'm going to like it that much, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, do yeah. You think it, do you think it's going to hold up? <laughs> yeah. I see, don't think... I know that I you feel can't like say anything is... <laughs> against Disney, but like... yeah. I, I, I think in my mind, this is not the strong... I don't know. Maybe it'll, this movie will change my mind, but it. I don't feel like it's the strongest princess film. Like, I don't think that we're going to show this to little baby Halsey, you know? We're not naming her child Halsey. And yeah, we're only going to show her because she's going to have to watch all of it because oh mommy's going to quiz her on everything. Oh, my <laughs> All right, we'll be back. All right, and we're back. We just watched Sleeping Beauty. And before we get into it, Harrison is going to do the 60-second summary in which he is going to summarize this entire movie in 60 seconds. Are you ready? Uh, you know, I've been more confident on other 60-second summaries. This one's going to be borderline. I think I can get it in there, though. All right. And go. 
Okay, so this little, we cut, we come in, there's like this king and this queen, they just had a baby, and they're like, okay, our baby's gonna marry this eight-year-old at some point, and like all the royals are happy, and the eight-year-old's like, ugh, I don't want to marry that, and then this witch comes in, and she's like, I curse your baby to fall asleep at some point, and they're like, no, anything but our baby falling asleep, and so like these three nice witches fairy things take the baby to the forest to raise it so the the number one hater witch can't find her and put her to sleep with a loom of you know thread or whatever and then it turns out that the girl she like walks out in the forest it's like the day before her 16th birthday they've almost made it to the finish line but then she goes out there she like meets a guy they both get horny and then you know one thing leads to another and the girl accidentally pricks her finger on a spool loom and then the guy shows up he kills the witch as a dragon and the kings live happily ever after after they get married Ooh. So like a minute and 75 milliseconds. Yeah. You know what? I'll give it to you. You made it. Thank you. you we're, we're, it. Today we're rounded down. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this movie is... Um, hot garbage. I Okay. I wouldn't say it's hot garbage. It's oh, I would. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it had its moments. I think let's talk about what we did like. This movie had a very... It ended. No, I, I liked the fighting scene between Maleficent and the prince. That was actually kind of cool. Yeah, the the animation on that was pretty cool. And, like, the, just some of the special effects. It was very, uh, like, it, it was fantastical. Yeah, You know, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. way that it was presented and very, you know, like... Uh, there... It was a very, like, fairy tale kind of, like, yeah. the hero and stuff. It, it's very, yeah, but... If I think... the whole movie would have been like that, I would have liked it, maybe. Yeah. But instead... It was just like a million plot holes stacked on top of each other. This movie was very pretty, though. You can't deny that. It had very nice, not animation, but even the, the, ana the, yeah, the colors in the background. They clearly had a bigger budget and the visuals had taken a step forward. You know, that's the one thing that's been consistent with all three of these that we've watched is like visually each time Disney does push the visuals forward and like the way that it's pre presenting things and really just continuing to innovate. And so you can see why they became successful in the animated space over the decades and centuries or whatever that they've existed, 75 years or however long they've been around. Uh, Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and so you can see why they've been successful for so long because the animation does get better genuinely on every single one yeah and i like the way like that scene where uh aurora and prince philip meet in the um the woods and the way that they like dance and move it's very it looks very realistic and it's really pretty and the animation flow is really nice um apparently that scene where they meet up in the woods and they dance with each other was the hardest scene to make because Walt kept wanting to do revisions after revisions and almost bankrupt the studio. But then it worked out. Yeah, it worked out. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, this almost ruined them, basically. So he was a visionary. Yeah, and yeah. a perfectionist. Gotta spend money to make money. That's, uh, yeah. what, that's what my economics professor always said. Um, I will give this movie this. It finally did give the prince somewhat of a personality. Yes. But that's a very low bar. At this yeah, I point. mean, considering the prior two, yeah, that had like no personality or motivations or you know, yeah. even in, did the one in Snow White have lines? He did. A, did he? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't remember. 
if he did, again, the the fact that it's an open question goes well, to show you, like, this this prince actually had a developed personality and, a name. you know, like, an actual wants and desires, something that, you know, Sleeping Beauty was not really given yeah, beyond, this, like, this, I just want to be loved. This movie wasn't really about Sleeping Beauty. It was more about Maleficent. Okay, so Maleficent, I actually like her as a character. She is just mean for the sake of being mean, but I think her design's really cool. Yeah, my number, my first note in here was Maleficent is the number one player hater of all time. Yeah. She's like, she's like the Silky Johnson of, uh, of you know, the medieval times. What's Silky Johnson? That was like a, that was a Chappelle show reference. Okay. Sorry. That's eh, okay. Went over your head, I guess. Sorry, I'm just not cool enough. Um, but yeah, so the same voice that did the stepmother in Cinderella also did the voice of Maleficent. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, she just, I mean, she, all-time intro, just appears at this, like, baby's birthday party, I guess. And I it's guess, just like, yeah. hey, guess what? For no discernible reason, I'm the Lord of Darkness, and I am here to curse your child with this, like, very specific curse. Yeah. Where, like, she's going to prick her finger, finger. on a, a spool. No, 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 it's like a spinning, what is it even called? Loom? I think so. Yeah. Whatever. You... It was one of the things that they used to make thread and dresses back in those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so her, her father, the king, is like, all right, well, I guess nobody's getting any fresh clothes for the next 16 years. I'm going to order all the wheels in the <laughs> <Yeah>. kingdom <laughs> to burn and destroyed. But this is not enough. I'm going to send my daughter into exile until her 16th birthday just so that we can, at all costs, yeah. keep her let's away cover, from any Let's cover school. all bases. Yeah. And then obviously it didn't work out because yeah. Maleficent is smarter. Maleficent's dedicated. She just is on the hunt for like 16, 16 years, years. Like the fucking Terminator, just trying to find this little girl. We don't know why. We they don't, stand a boss queen. We don't, they don't really give her any motivation or any reason to it. want to do this. She just looks evil. I mean, like, I feel like every single, <laughs> every single villain in these, uh, in these princess movies just like look evil. Well, yeah, but I think that some of them have, like, actual motivation. Even the evil queen in Snow White had a motivation. Like, it wasn't really an admirable one, but I she think had her, one. I think her motivation... is just like, I'm evil. No, I think her motivation was that she didn't get invited to this party. No, 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 no. You don't get to do the reverse retcon just because you saw the Angelina Jolie movie no, and be no, like, no, they is. Fle this is a well-fleshed out character. They definitely established that in the original movie. Definitely a good movie. Surprisingly good movie. The Maleficent movie with Angelina Jolie. But we didn't watch that. We watched this steaming hot pile of garbage um but yeah so that's the, pretty the much other the other positive that i will mention she was a very intimidating villain so i will give her that cool character design all that love not necessarily honestly. really fleshed out or making sense no i loved her robe where it just like flowed and like she looked like kind of a bat or a drag oh and the dragon was pretty cool yeah that came out of nowhere don't know why she didn't turn into a dragon yeah before. i feel like that would have been a useful power for her to bust out you know at any point in the movie beforehand, but, you oh, know. Oh, in this movie, they actually killed her. Like, it's not like an yeah. off-screen thing. They, like, No, it's not like her. she fell to her death on her own. Like, this the, guy stabbed the, this her. This dude, like, he's dead, uh, what do, you, what do you call it? Like, Bullseye from Daredevil, like, throws his sword from, like, 50 meters away, dead center, directly in the heart, and she is dead. And you see the blood and everything. Yeah, I was like, damn, all right, Disney. I was like, this was probably, like, rated R for the, <laughs> for the 70s, like... Another thing I think out of the three princesses that we've seen, I feel like Sleeping Beauty is the most, like, beautiful if we're ranking them. Oh, okay. And that's all that matters. So no, I'm just saying, I like, her, I like her design, the way she looks. It's very, like, you could tell it was made in the 50s. It's very, a classic beauty because she's a sleeping beauty. Also, 
Did you did you not know that she had like fucking three names in this? Like I had zero idea that she had any name other than well, her name is Aurora of Sleeping Beauty. But her like undercover name is Briar Rose, and then I thought it was just Rose. No, it was Briar Rose. Oh, and then like I guess her nickname is Sleeping Beauty. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, the only other positive note that I had on this was uh, the animals are far. Uh, this is the least annoying the animals have been oh, yeah, in any of the movies. They don't talk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Actually, I feel like this is the first time they've ever given the the horse character like a character, you know, like a personality. Yeah, and I yeah. think it, that really shows with other movies. I think that's like the animal sidekick. I think that was kind of like the Yeah, origin. this was the first like real animal sidekick that had like a per well, I guess Cinderella, but the mice were really annoying. So yeah. the horse wasn't. Yeah. No, there's a thing about horses in Disney Princess movies, so um yeah, let's get to why we did not like this movie. First of all, I fucking hate these three fairy characters. They are the most annoying. I how did they raise someone with that For 15 years and 363 days they are dumb as fuck <laughs> yeah these are uh, my second note in as i was watching the movie was how did they make it this long raising a, an actual child they are idiots like without magic and it's like so it's really presented in a weird way where you know i understand that movies do time jumps and things like that but the movie almost acts like there is no time jump in any of this, like, you know, they take they take uh, baby Aurora away to raise her in the wilderness in a cabin. And they all agree. They're like, no magic because Maleficent can, can track our magic. Yeah, can smell us or something I like get, that. Yeah, I don't know. She's got a GPS on us. Yeah, she, like, she can sense other magic, which yeah. is, you know, I, I in a magical world. Okay, sure, fine. Sure, whatever. I, I, I could buy into that. <laughs> but then that sets up the, up the premise that they have somehow made it in the woods, living on their own. For 15 years and 363 days. Yeah. While showing them, like, in the next scene, it shows them when, you know, it's it's Sleeping Beauty's 16th birthday. And they're like, all right, we just got to make it through one more day. Then we can tell her she's a princess. We're going to bring her to her parents. Yeah, they and they're, up. like, trying. It shows them trying to, like, take care of her. They're, like, trying to bake a cake. And they have no idea what, how to do it. Like, they're putting. A the, dress They're together. stacking the things together without even baking it. They're, you know, trying to put a dress together and basically strangling themselves. Like, they are the dumbest characters that Disney has given us yet. And Dumber than the seven Snow White's little friends. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, I got you there. Yeah. Um, yes. I, well, yeah, I guess. Because Those guys they, were living on their own. They had jobs. They had a union. Like they were. <laughs> union. They were like they, they, they were, were contributing members of society. Exactly, and like the these these ladies, you know, God bless their hearts. They were not the brightest bulbs in the box, and honestly, it is a miracle that that baby made it fifteen years because. From what we see in that opening scene, like, they act like no time has passed at all, and they're still trying to figure out how to live without magic. And it's like, wait a second. It's been, like, almost 16 years. Like, and you guys haven't figured this out yet? You're still this bad at doing normal human tasks without your wings and magical yeah. powers? They, oh, man. Just the way that they... This, they sh this would have been a much shorter movie in real life because that, that kid would have been dead. dead. Yeah. They, they would have killed that baby. Yeah. 100%. Baked her in the oven for some reason. On accident. Yeah. They're like, oh, she's... Or on purpose. Who she, knows? She has a fever. We need to put her in the freezer. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Their problem-solving skills are not the best. Like, when they finally... When Aurora finally pricks her finger because she got... Um, well, the reason that they get found is because they use magic. 
Yeah, they're like, all right, well, whatever. We whatever. Made it 15. We got like an hour left. Yeah, it's we're just... you know, let's go whole hog and just start like having magic fights that like send up smoke signals to the evil raven. Yeah, in the sky. so they get found there, and then they go back to the castle with Aurora, which is dumb because like I don't. I, anyways, and then so Aurora gets like hypnotized, which not her fault, you know. And she pricks her finger, and then she falls asleep, and then the other fairies are like, oh, no, what are we going to tell the king and queen? And they, one fairy's and like, honestly, we're not going to tell them. <laughs> you have to respect the level of, like, procrastination. They're like, well, we don't know how to deal with this problem right now, so to avoid anyone getting mad at us, we're just going to put the entire kingdom to sleep. They're the actual villains of this movie. Yeah. They just couldn't live with their the consequences, so they're like, fuck they, it. They let's... couldn't live with their own failure, and where exactly. did that bring them? Back to Maleficent. Exactly. And she was like, yeah, you guys fucked up. Maybe yeah. she was banking on them. Like, maybe she knew that them. That was her plan all along, Yeah, probably. she's like, these are these these women are idiots. They're not She knew gonna... where they were the whole time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know what? I respect Maleficent. Did Sleeping Beauty have it coming? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no! She didn't. She didn't do anything. Yeah, she actually really didn't do anything. She comes off as, like, a very nice character that is, like, friendly. You know, she's not raising plague rats. Like, she just is friends with the woodland creatures. True. And she doesn't, like, force them to wear clothes or teach them English or anything. They're just She's just so nice to them because they're her only friends. Yeah. And... You know, she's just dancing in the forest with her little owl buddy. And like, what? What does she? What did she think these three women were? Were they like, oh, they're both? They're all three of them are my moms. They created me. Did they? What? Like, what did they? I tell mean, her? maybe she didn't know what a mom was. Oh, that's sad. I mean, she lived. She never interacted with anyone else. The did you know? Time. Did you know that Sleeping Beauty's mom is the only mom that is alive in a Disney princess movie until Mulan? Wow. Yeah, they have something about, like, not wanting parents to be alive, basically. Yeah, it's the Bruce Wayne method. The Bruce Wayne method, exactly. Yeah. Um, Yeah, this movie... So that's said about Sleeping Beauty. Seems like a very nice Aurora... She didn't have any lines. I mean, I think she literally had, like, maybe a couple, like, 10 or 12 lines, basically. And then she basically... I feel like she didn't talk, like, the rest of the movie. Yeah, so after she goes to sleep, she does not. And then, like, even once she wakes up, doesn't really have any agency in her story or whatever. And, like, at the point that she becomes the stereotypical princess in distress, when she gets put to sleep, she, like, her role in the story is basically over. She's just, you know, endgame. Yeah, and it's, like, it's... It's now it's the prince's story and it's his time to save her and ride in literally on his white horse with a sword. I mean, it's a fairy tale movie that's going to have fairy tale tropes. It is what it is. Um, An actual fun fact, uh, the gag between the fairies of wanting to make the dress blue or pink, it was actually in real life. The animators didn't couldn't make up their mind about making the dress blue or pink. So they just put that in. Oh, uh, honestly, that makes sense. That's kind of cute. It's yeah. kind of funny. It's it's very iconic with Sleeping Beauty. You always get either her blue dress or her pink dress. It's just like a thing. Yeah, to be honest, I did not remember that from when I saw it as a kid. Can we can we talk about the prince? Yeah. I think he's hot. He's a creeper. Oh, but he looks good, though. Like, he's one of those princes that, like, they did design him pretty well. He's animated. Okay. You're telling me you didn't have animated crushes? No. That's such a that's such a fucking lion, you know it. <laughs> no, this dude, 
he's like wandering around the forest for no real discernible reason. And then like he comes across Sleeping Beauty or Aurora and she's dancing with her woodland friends. And he's just like, oh, you mind if I cut in? Except for he doesn't ask. And he just like his first interaction with her is coming up behind her, grabbing her by the waist. And pr while she thinks she's dancing with like her owl friend and then like turning her around and dancing and starting to sing to her. Okay. Like, well, to be honest, she's dancing with owls. I this, mean, like her mind's not really this there. This is serial killer behavior. Oh, okay. All right. Is that what you're... This is actually a serial killer movie. Yeah. You figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I guess that's kind of how the princes and princesses kind of meet up. There really is no, like, development over their relationship and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, he just walks up behind her, starts holding her arms and grinding on her as she's trying to get away. But she didn't... She tried to get away and then she was like, actually, I like you. Yeah, and then he waited until she was asleep to kiss her for the first time. What do you want me to say? I know it's problematic. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm not condoning his behavior, but I mean, it is in this movie and that is her story. D does she deserve a sequel? Yeah, of course she does. Did she get a sequel? No. Oh, okay. Well, Cinderella did. Yes, you told me. Snow White didn't. Yeah. But. I think that's for the best. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, this movie was... I mean, it felt long, but it really wasn't. But it, it really dragged. There, dragged there's like so, so much. much of the early stuff that just feels unnecessary. The whole bits with like the, the two kings. Oh, the and two, okay, the two kings. The, okay, the, it's uh, Prince Philip's dad and Aurora's dad. That was kind of funny. They were kind of like going off each other and stuff like that. The only part that I laughed at during that was the servant that like catches the wine that they're pouring out at each other in his guitar and then just drinks it because he has to deal with these people all day. I think what makes this movie drag is that it only has basically one musical number. They only have one song. Usually with Disney movies, it's like at least like two or three different songs. And it just feels like there's a bunch of fluff in the middle when they're like both. And, and honestly, okay. And can I say this? The one song in the movie is horrible. What? And they reference it the entire time. Like the entire movie, like every single interaction that Aurora or Prince Philip yeah, Prince yeah. Philip. Prince Philip has with their parents are like, their parents are like, but you've never met this person. And then they're like, like but, but I, I did once upon a dream. And it's like, it's not even a good song. It's not catchy. And like it, it like the all of this dialogue, this repetitive dialogue completely hinges on you being like, oh, this is the most romantic thing ever that they like these teenagers like dreamed about someone. And now they're like. Well, this song is actually based off of the ballet Sleeping Beauty. Okay, well. It has the same score. I think the music's fine, but it, it does repeat a lot. And it's like, okay, yeah, we get it. We get that this is the motif and this and is. And the dialogue's really repetitive. And it's like, they, they keep it's... like winking to the camera with the like, once upon a dream. It's like, okay, I, I get it. Once upon a dream. Although their voices, I know it's kind of like that old timey voice. It just, I don't know. There's something comforting about it. There's just, people don't talk like that anymore. They have that kind of like cadence of talking. I don't know. I thought Aurora's voice was really pretty. Uh, she was the best singer yet, I think, of all the of all the princesses. Yeah, she, she was like basically an opera singer. Oh, okay. No, no, I'm just saying that she sounded like an oh. opera singer. I'm not saying that she is. She, this was Julie Andrews, right? Yes. Just like Julie Andrews also voiced Cinderella and Snow White, as you asked That's before. That's what I thought. Okay, you okay. win. Um, but yeah, this movie was not the best and definitely, I feel like this movie would be nice if you had it on in the background with no noise because visually it's very beautiful, but that's it. Yeah, it's a pretty movie with a bad plot. There you go.
Yeah. That's Sleeping Beauty. And right that's there. why it, it in a list of highest grossing films of 1959, it finished just behind Ben-Hur. Thank you for reading that yeah. off of the... Okay, so if you were to rate these movies so far, what's your rating system here? Uh, I would go Cinderella first pretty easily so far. Same. Snow White. Same. And then Sleeping Beauty. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Did we actually agree on this? Uh, it's almost like we're married or something. Oh, gross. Anyways. <laughs> um... So our next this movie is bad. I'm sorry, it's bad. Like I, know I it's bad. I I'm do not, not. I'm not telling you. It's you not. keep defending it. I'm trying to just find the good in it, you know, because I am a good person and I want to find some good qualities. And there are good qualities. Yeah, but... you want to find some good qualities in the guy who snuck up behind you in the forest and like, and then kissed you while you were asleep, which is what this movie does. I mean, he's hot. I wouldn't stop it. Oh my. God. <laughs> Alrighty. So our next movie is going to be. It actually took. 30 years after this movie to make another princess movie. I'm not surprised. Who would want another one after this? Uh, well, the, the public demanded it. and they yeah, 30 are, years later yeah, when 30, they forgot how bad this was. I think, well, we'll talk about it because I okay. think Disney was in kind of the dark ages. and uh, Our next movie is Little Mermaid. But the I dark think, times. The Sith had destroyed the Jedi. Exactly. And there was but one hope and her name was Ariel. So we finally made it to the Disney Renaissance of the 90s. And I think this is where everything's going to get better. Is that like an actual term? The Disney Renaissance? Yeah, the Renaissance. There's Disney has different ages. <laughs> oh my God. Is this canon? Yeah. It's like it's like on the Disney website. They're like, all right, but this was the Disney Renaissance. This is the Disney Renaissance. This okay. is what got Disney back into the game. Yeah. This no. Okay. I mean, we'll talk about it more on the intro to the next episode. But, but I, I'm, I'm, I am excited for too. Little Mermaid. I, I think this is going to be the one that is aged the best of all of them so far, at the very least. So like, far, because all three, n none of these three movies are good. It's just Cinderella is at least watchable. Yes. Exactly. And that's a low bar. Uh, so you can find us if you want to follow along on our marathon. Uh, you can find us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or honestly, wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find us on Twitter. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Anything else? Nope. Uh, and on our next episode, Mia is actually going to read some of your reviews beforehand and screen them. <laughs> yeah. Unlike last time we tried to do that. Yeah, pretty much. Anyways, everyone stay safe out there and we will see you next time.